Our reading for tonight comes from St. Matthew, chapter 26. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you that I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What does the Lord's Supper mean to you? This last year has been a time to think more deeply about the gift of Holy Communion. The world around us has proved not as stable as what we thought. And amid, amid quarantining and isolating and lockdowns, there is Christ in our midst, preaching words of comfort. Behold, I have overcome the world. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. Has not the Lord's Supper become even more sweet and dear to you over this last year? After all, there is forgiveness and life in that body and blood. There is participation in the life of God and the love of the Holy Trinity. It is a family meal with saints, both in heaven and on earth. And as we pray with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, it is a royal banquet the marriage feast between Christ our bridegroom and his bride, the church. There is a story that Ukrainian Christians uh, like to tell about how they discovered the liturgy. In the year 988, Prince Vladimir of Kiev, after converting to Christianity, sent emissaries to Constantinople, the capital city of Eastern Christendom. Prince Vladimir's men enter the Cathedral of Holy Wisdom and witness the Byzantine liturgy. After experiencing the chanting, the incense, and the icons, but above all, the Word of God and the celebration of the sacrament, they could barely process what they saw and what they heard. They sent word back to their prince with the following message. We did not know whether we were in heaven or on earth. Never have we seen such beauty. We cannot describe it. But this much we can say. There God dwells among mankind. What does the Lord's Supper mean to you? Years ago, I was a college student at UW-Milwaukee. I attended church here at Luther Memorial Chapel. And just like one of Prince Vladimir's emissaries, when I walked in the doors here, it was clear to me that something amazing was going on. Our beloved Pastor Weeding, who faithfully served at this altar for nearly 30 years, preached and prayed and walked around the altar as if God was truly present, as if the body and blood of Christ was actually being distributed, as if the whole company of heaven was right there, because all these things indeed were taking place. And with the singing and the forgiving, and with the souls being fed and nourished at the altar, 
one could very well say, like Prince Vladimir's men, we did not know whether we were in heaven or on earth. Never have we seen such beauty. We cannot describe it. But this much we can say. There God dwells among mankind. If you want to see the liturgy and experience the celebration of the sacrament like Prince Vladimir's representatives, you've got to learn to lift the veil and see the invisible. The revelation to St. John, the last book of the Bible, is given for just such a purpose, to see that the presence and coming of the Lord takes place right here and right now among God's gathered guests. The book of Revelation helps us to see that Christ is here in his fullness, in his kingship, in his judgment, in warfare, in sacrifice, in body and blood, whenever Christians hear his word and celebrate his supper. The big kicker in Revelation is that when Jesus comes again at the end of time, you will not have a single drop more glory than he has right now upon the altar of our churches, where God dwells with mankind right here and right now in the divine service which for us is heaven on earth. You see, when our Lord died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Therefore, the sanctuary of God was apocalypsed, that is, unveiled. Jesus' redemption unveiled the Holy of Holies, opening God's presence for everyone. Heaven and earth could now embrace an infinite love. If you are not taking the opportunity to go to the Bible study on Revelation on Sunday mornings, you should do so, and you could learn more about this for yourself. And yet for Martin Luther, rather than having our heads stay in the heavens with the sacrament, he also wanted to keep things eminently practical. Question 18 in the small catechism is this. Finally, why do you wish to go to the sacrament? Why do you want to go to the Lord's Supper? Notice that the answer is not so that I may have an ecstatic mountaintop experience. Instead, Luther answers in this way, we should want to go to the Lord's Supper so that I may learn to believe that Christ, out of great love, died for my sin, and also learn from him to love God and my neighbor. Got that? means that the Lord's Supper is more than about getting some goodies and going along on our merry way. In the sacrament, we learn to love God and our neighbor. And that's what heaven is really all about. Remember our Lord's invitation in the book of Revelation. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he with me. But you should all know that Holy Communion is more than an intimate dinner for two. When St. John enters by the Spirit on the Lord's day, he sees pastors and martyrs, saints and angels gathered around heaven's throne. And we learn that heaven's banquet is also a family meal and an occasion for love. May God bless us each Sunday at the Lord's Supper. And may he illuminate our hearts and minds so that we can give the same report as Prince Vladimir's emissaries. We did not know whether we were in heaven or on earth. Never have we seen such beauty, but this much we can say. There God dwells among mankind. In the name of Jesus, amen.